Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Jasmine Shea. I am here. It's actually 6.35 in the morning. I am in San Clemente, California. I just got back from the beach. I was hoping to see the sunrise, but the fog came a little too dense in, so... But hearing the waves crashing was beautiful. I wanted to do my audio down there, but I don't think you'll be able to hear me with how way, how loud the waves were crashing. But it was beautiful to hear in the morning. It was beautiful to see the sunset. I'm on vacation. I made it. I fucking made it to California. And let me tell you, it was crazy just to even get here. <laughs> Originally, what happened was I was flying out on August, I'm sorry, July 30th at like 6 in the morning. And I go to check into my flight, like literally 12 hours ahead of time, and it says my flight information is no longer there. So I decided to call Delta, and I was just like, because I booked my trip from Albany to LA through Expedia, but then American Airlines from LA to Hawaii, which we can, which we're not long, no longer going to. But <clears throat> um, so I called Delta to be like, all right, I can't check into my flight. And the guy's like, oh, well, it seems that your flight was canceled back in May. And I go, well, nobody told me that. I literally leave in 12 hours. Um, do I have a credit? Did I get refunded? Like, what's going on? Can I get, I need to get to California. Like, I have shit I gotta do. <laughs> and so the guy was nice. He fixed everything. He got me, unfortunately, I have to go, had to go into LAX because apparently Delta doesn't go into Burbank anymore and Burbank was closer to my friend's house and I really wanted to avoid LAX, but... And the only reason why I wanted to avoid LAX is because I just, TMZ, TMZ has always scared the shit out of me of like, can you imagine just trying to like get off a flight and there's a celebrity there and then like everything's surrounded by everybody. I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm go to Burbank. Nobody knows where Burbank is, but Burbank apparently still does have flights that um, come in. <laughs> but not to the airline that I was hoping to fly out of. So next time, we'll see if there is, if I even want to fly <laughs> again. I don't know if I want to do it after that. So after I get my book reflight, so here's, a, oh, so here's what, here's what, so how I go back to see about my, allegedly somebody was supposed to tell me about my canceled flight. I remember back in May, I did get a, a change in my itinerary and it did say changed, nothing about canceled. It just said changed. They had a whole new, like those little four digit numbers next to the, you know, you get like, the flight flight da, 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 da. And I was like okay same time same it's probably a different plane or whatever that's what that's what it said nothing about cancellation so I literally didn't hear from Expedia nor Delta that my flight was canceled in May I only had an email about a flight change so of course Delta key can't talk to anybody except for if it's on the like the uh, app or like the text messaging so I have to text with Delta and be like or I texted Expedia, I mean, like, well, Delta said they should, you should have told me. I was like, well, after the 15th, or after, like, May 15th, when they canceled things in Burbank, that should have went to Delta's hands. So they're like, Expedia's blaming Delta, Delta's blaming, it, it, blaming Expedia. Either way, I didn't have to pay for a single thing. I got to LAX. I'm going to come back home. <laughs> um, so, but it was, <clears throat> that wasn't even the gist of it. So, I, so... First, we had a cancellation, didn't know about it. Then we had a change. So then I just was like, I'm just taking a bubble bath. I need to get a bubble bath. I need to relax. I need to just chill. You know, I'm going on vacation tomorrow. So everything's going to be fine. And then 45 minutes after I'm in the shower, or I'm in my tub, I get a text message that my uh, new changed flight that is going to, it was supposed to, instead of going to Albany, Minnesota, Minnesota to Salt Lake, Salt Lake down. It was gonna go down to Albany, Detroit, Detroit, LAX. 
So then my 6.10 flight got switched, pushed back to 9.45. And I was like, I wouldn't mind being there. Not having an early ass flight. The only problem with that is that by the time I would have gotten to Detroit, I would have missed my connecting flight and I'm not hanging out in Detroit for the night. So I had to call back Delta to be like, all right, there's a problem. Because if that other flight's not changed, I'm going to miss it. What are we going to do? So then I had to get rebooked again. And so I left at 7.35 in the morning Thursday. Uh, I went to Atlanta from Atlanta. And it was crazy because like I was in Atlanta and leaving Atlanta as John Lewis's funeral was going on. And I watched some of it in the plane. And I was just sobbing. I was just, I didn't get to see any of the speeches because I was... Um, in the airport when it was going on but like getting on the plane flying on the plane I got to watch the end of it and I was just like sobbing like a baby I felt like people thought I was crazy <laughs> it's really hard to cry and sob and like have a like that that like nose like <laughs> kind of sob when you have a mask on but like I did it um the airports actually weren't that crazy to be honest with you guys um I mean, it definitely looks slow. Like, I've I've heard how crazy LAX is, and I was just like, huh? Okay. Nobody's here. <laughs> People were there, but... And I did meet a guy at Starbucks who did say that, like, he's been flying in and out for, like, a week, and nobody's told him to put a mask on. And I was looking at him like, that's fine. Just don't shake my hand, and just keep your six feet distance from me. <laughs> um, but I got here... I was lying. So that's why Sam covered my show yes, uh, Friday because I was just like, nope, I don't. I have no idea where my brain was. I'm actually still on New York time. Like, my body thinks I should be getting up to go to work right now. And it's like quarter of seven in the morning. It's quarter of seven. I'm just sitting on my friend's stoop listening to the waves and just also listening to the traffic. You can hear both. Um... As one car goes by. <laughs> so this area is an interesting area. You definitely have people who live here. And definitely have um, vacationers. Um, I don't ask how much apartments are in here. Because I know that's like if you're facing the beach it's more. Like literally my friend's like literally around the corner like we just not even a quarter mile just walk to the cul-de-sac and turn it's like oh hey there you this beautiful like it's so beautiful (laughs) beautiful view um so we just went to the beach yesterday and then we came home and showered and then um because i forgot how much sam likes to connect with you i think i brought a good part of it home in my cleavage um I got sand on me now because I put my feet in the water this morning. But um, and then we, my friend cooked dinner and we actually just like watched the sunset and ate dinner on the beach. Super cute little like older couple had like their whole thing set up for like dinner, wine, dessert. and, their, uh, dis- and But then like the tide was coming in and like one wave just like totally wiped out all of like their, their mat and they're per- like the person like got into a but but they still chuck it on they're like yeah we, we can still do this <laughs> it was so cute though <laughs> um my friend said this neighborhood's very uh yeah bro and like also like america um i love fucking like, and i'm not trying to say this in a mean way but like i love how like white people just drive 
um, a golf cart, like it's a car. Like I literally saw one like go on one of the roads the other day, and like not like not, and I'm not talking about like in down the street, like down like a regular neighborhood, like on <laughs> the fucking main road. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? You like, did you, can you get on the highway with that? Like it's crazy. It's crazy how many motherfuckers are just driving around in golf carts. <laughs> So this episode, I sat down with Lucky Kosana of the Tampa Bay Rowdies. He is a professional soccer star. I have no idea about soccer. I still am trying to figure out how the Premier League works in that section. So I feel like they he tries to break it down to me how <laughs> um, soccer works. But he's he uh, if you guys could just. He's got such a great smile, Lucky, and he's just just such a sweetheart. And I just had such a great time um, just talking to him, and I can't wait to see a game. If you want to like, follow, and subscribe, you can do so at SheaSays.com. We do have all of the links up to Lucky's um, information. Also, (laughs) sorry, I also love how Sam just tweeted me right now. I was like, um... (laughs) <laughs> about how I said leave a message after the tone when I was on the beach and she goes too, she goes, too bad we can't put this image as an auto response to your voicemail <laughs> so that means by the way you can call me at 518-618-4924 again that's 518-618-4924 leave a message for Shay Says um, <clears throat> we're about to probably go back and pass out for a little bit eat breakfast and then hopefully this fog bounces up and i can go back on the beach but please enjoy my conversation continuing my unapologetically black conversation series with lucky kosana of the tampa bay rowdies am i saying it correctly kosana 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 okay so lucky kosana how how are you you just got done with practice yes i just got done with practice uh i'm home now you know just relaxing and yeah, I was looking forward to your call. <laughs> I'm I'm so excited to have you on. I I uh, so many things I want to ask. Oh yeah, hopefully <laughs> yeah. I, hopefully I have the answers. <laughs> uh, now, currently you play for the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Yes, I play for Tampa Bay Rowdies. Yes. Okay, so now I just discovered this because um, you know I know that there's. Americans Americans call it soccer. Everyone else calls it football. My friend finally. Describe to me what like the um, uh, the European leagues like the how the leagues work now. Oh, there's yeah, like yeah, yeah. the the top five teams play in like the for like the championship. How like how it explains? Mm-hmm. But in, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, how does this work? It's different, but, it's different like uh, over there and here is totally different setup. Yeah. Now is that um because you're originally from Zimbabwe? Mm-hmm. So, how did you get into soccer? Um, was it was was it is is uh just, just a popular play. thing? Yeah, kids just, just playing. It, yeah, it's just soccer. It's just like I'll say, maybe football here or mm-hmm. basketball. You know, it's just the most popular sport in Zimbabwe. So everyone plays it. And I, I started playing when I was five, and uh, I fell in love with it. And yeah, that that was it. Yeah. Is there a lot of um, like leagues or clubs, uh, where you're from in Zimbabwe? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is, there's a league. Uh, it's not, it's not like as big compared to here. 
mm-hmm. while there is like a real competitive league, but in terms of like uh, like the salary is not as like compared to 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 anywhere else, you know. Uh, but there is a, a functional league, and and, and every weekend uh, they're playing just just because right now there's a virus, so not it's not, nothing is going on. Is yeah. no, because you guys don't play with fans right now in Tampa, right? We we do just a few fans, like hundred fans, and mm-hmm. they really like space. They do a really good job doing it. Um, just have like an atmosphere, you know. But at the same time, uh, it's making sure that the players are safe and uh, we feel we feel we feel safe as players. Yeah. You when you say you just got back from practice, is there um, like protocols you guys got to do when you get into practice? Like you know, wash your hands, sanitize, and mm-hmm. then play, and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all that. Like it's really making sure that you know they they're not missing anything. You know, everyone is doing the right job and uh, everyone is taking care of business. The, now the um, the team did they did they work with the state or did they work with them themselves to, to to try to go with the protocols to protect the players? I don't really know to be honest. So, uh, mm-hmm. I like I don't really know. I I can't really go deep into that. Because uh, I know they're doing a good job when we get there. Yeah, you know, um, they're making sure that we're in a safe environment uh, to play. Have you ever? Do you ever concerned about safety when they were like, we're gonna have a couple of fans or still playing? Because I feel like there's their, um, you know, I as a sports fan, I miss watching sports. I mm-hmm. do. I was excited to finally watch the Mets lose a uh, game because it felt normal to me. It felt like we were back into like a normal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing, but not hearing the crowd uh, react or seeing them, I feel like it just would be like awfully eerie at the same time too. To be uh-huh. like, feel like you're just in a practice and not like a game. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, but for, it's it's just different for us. Like I said, there's like a few fans, and it's not like they're like bunched together. No, like our stadium is you know it's big, so they are like really spaced apart. You know, they're still, like, playing the drums, you know. So, like, it's not like it's, like, three people at once playing the drums, but it's different spaces. So there's still that atmosphere that you get normally when you play. Uh, and to be honest, for me, uh, and I know for the rest of the guys, it doesn't... Once we step on the field, like, everything is just, you know... Yeah. We're just focused on the game. Yeah. yeah. No, do you travel out of state for games? Are you guys allowed to? Yeah, we bus. We bus. Oh, yeah. bus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to talk about bus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How much fun is that on being on a bus? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We haven't had a road trip yet, uh, but <laughs> it could be fun. It could be fun. We'll see. Yeah, because yeah, I'm I'm leaving um, since I'm willingly wanting to have a vacation and uh-huh. leaving the state of New to, York. Yeah, take a bus oh. because. There's nothing. Oh, yeah, drive. It's either you're driving or you know, you have to take uh, a bus because you can't fly really. Yeah, I mean, I'm flying out to Los Angeles, so I'm going to be interested to see how that goes. <laughs> you have to but put, like so many masks on you. I know, I know. Now, I, I, I rarely fly, so like, I don't have. It's. 
I it's funny because I'm like more nervous always about like the plane shaking and rattling about stuff like that. And now I'm more like, who don't got a mask on? Do I, can I fall asleep without like trusting the person yeah. three rows behind me have a mask? Yeah, I know. But but uh, I'll be a uh, I'm popping over to Sedonia for a few days in Arizona, but my friends and I are gonna drive for that one just so yeah. we can like see the view. Oh, that's nice. Sounds fun. Um, so that that means they with the busing they'd have to really schedule out the games differently than they would normally would what mm-hmm. it would take if you flow right yes yes it's, it's a definitely like new schedule from what we're supposed to do you know mostly it's like teams that are closer to us in our region so it's like group um there's like four teams in our group for example mm-hmm. you know, and uh, those teams they're not more than eight hours away from us so the the, the fastest we'll be driving is probably eight hours She's not decent, which is decent. You know, you can yeah. wear, you can you can uh, get a lot of work done in eight hours. You can sleep. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you do you pace like what you would do back on like for an eight hour trip? Do you have like books you want to read or like some kind of TV show you can continue back into, or are you just more of a put my headphones on, just kind of get in your own little zone? Don't yeah, bother I, me I, for the eight hours. It depends, to be honest. Depends. Like mostly, I I. I I like to just watch, you know, like listen to 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 music or, and, and watch just like the uh, the view outside, you know. I I'll bring books, you know. I have I download books on on my iPad for reading. I watch I'll have some uh, watch something, you know, watch some shows. I'll mix it up uh, and take a nap, you know, just uh, get up and just walk around and stretch. Yeah. Do do they uh? Is there like now, like thinking of planning like a kind of like a road trip? If there's like an extended period, you guys all get together and be like, you know, what's in the middle of this and this? We should stop off and see this. Does that ever happen? Or no, no, <laughs> no, no. Mostly it's like if we're stopping, we're stopping for for like lunch and you know, and, and just a quick uh, stretch and you know, uh, and using the bathroom like just like that. But it's never like oh, we're gonna sightsee or something. It's just business. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always that person where even if I'm on a train, you can just give me some headphones and music and I'll just watch the, uh-huh. the landscape I like go by. That. I like that too, it's like it's just like, it's, like, it's, it's it's different, you know, it's different. You you get into a different zone and you start like thinking about different things, you know. It's a it's a way of uh, uh, meditating for me, you know, when I'm just mm-hmm. in the no one is bothering me. I'm just, you know. I'm really into like looking at obviously landscapes, but also sometimes the real estate. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, if I ever own a house, oh, I'd probably borrow that All from right. that because it's <laughs> take that from that. Yeah, yeah, just so, different things to look at. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about the story about how you you know you're born and raised in Zimbabwe and how you made it over. It was Dartmouth, correct? Mm-hmm. Now did you get you went for, you played did you get a full ride there or is it just you just went there to play for soccer or? Yes, I got a full ride. Um, yeah, it was it was uh, the coach for for Dartmouth came to Zimbabwe to to look for for players. He wanted a striker, and there was another coach for Boredon College. He also mm-hmm. wanted a striker, so it was me and my other friend that 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 got fortunate enough. Uh, after it was a showcase, a two day showcase, so there were forty four of us, and uh, the first day uh, they cut twenty two players. And the next day, they told us we we're gonna play eleven v eleven game, uh, and then it was it was a tough game. It was a tough game. I remember it's like hot, 
you know, like in the middle of the day. Um, mm. And it was just like an opportunity. I like, I, I was like, this is like a do or die for me, you know, like you mm-hmm. say that you play and score a lot of goals, you know, even if you lose, it doesn't matter. So my team ended up winning 7-5 um, and I scored five goals uh, uh, on that on that winning team. And that's how I, I got seen. And I had to prepare for SATs while I was in Zimbabwe and which I, you know, it was different because it's British English back home and uh, mm-hmm. American English. Uh, so it just, everything was different and I had to like kind of like rewire my brain and study again, you know, but I didn't really do well. So uh, Jeff Cook, the coach for, for Dartmouth, talked to uh, yeah, high school uh, close to Dartmouth, uh, just like 20 minutes away, Kimball Union. He talked mm-hmm. to the coach there, Chris Cheney, uh, if I can do a PG year and then get ready for my SATs. And, uh, and that worked out pretty well. Uh, so I did that and then I ended up going uh, four years at that month. Yeah. How was your first time seeing snow? <laughs> it was tough. It was tough. I remember just freezing. I'm like, I'm should I go to class today? I was like, no chance. I'm not going to class today. <laughs> the days on the day, I'm like, I'm not going to eat today because this is too much. I'm not going to do that to, to the dining hall, you know, because you yeah. had to like walk. Was like, was nice. I like my high school was really nice, you know, small mm-hmm. private school, um, and it was a really nice small community, you know, and it really prepared me for 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 college, you know. But it was just it was in New Hampshire, uh, New Hampshire. It was really mm-hmm. cold there, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, so it's <laughs> beautiful, but cold when yeah. it gets that way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I was the same way. I mean, even in upstate New York, when it snows in school, I'm like, uh, you know, living at home, but I'm like, I don't want to drive that 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a snow. snow. Yeah. I mean, even though it has as hot as it is now, I'm like, I'm, I'm still that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll still take I'll still take the heat over, you know, I mean, snows, I'm the person that snows beautiful to look at mm-hmm. when it's coming down. If I'm not having to do anything yeah. like driving, I'm not like, I'll, but uh, yeah, I feel I you on that one. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> is, is that how like soccer recruits do they for college? Do they really go out? Like, do, I know that there's obviously a lot of players in the U S mm-hmm. but internationally, is that something called co- like a lot of colleges have been doing or, or being, known for doing wanting to grab a couple international players it depends it depends on, on the on the college uh you know how the budget is and, and everything and there are some schools that don't uh do international scholarships and some schools do so it really mm-hmm. depends but i know i know a lot of uh colleges that go scout uh outside the u.s you know like in africa europe south america uh, yeah it's, it's normal for, for them to do that when you came to America to play soccer, does uh, obviously we call it soccer here, and you call it everyone else calls it football. Was yeah. there any? Because um, I was saying this to my mom earlier that like when I in middle school and high school was seen into soccer, soccer to me always looked like one of those um, elite sports. Like you just saw, you know, you never really saw African Americans playing them. I was I always just saw it as like there's soccer clubs, there's the you know. Um, 
but then and also we see everyone else around the world has more like the fans are just so I love watching the fans react international mm-hmm. fans react to soccer so I feel like we don't really have that for soccer here we have it for other sports but mm-hmm. like even watching the world cup it's just I like the the fanism I just love falling in love with but I feel like America we're still like Meh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Fortunately, it's starting to, to change now, you know. It's starting mm-hmm. to change, and soccer is really growing now. A lot of uh, uh, states are having their, their own stadiums, they're building stadiums, there's new teams coming. And I understand what you mean because there, there is no sense of, uh, like, in terms of having that energy from the fans, you know, like, you get that, like for football, for example, or baseball. You know, it's it's not the fans are not the same. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like they're like diehard fans. Football fans, like soccer fans, are diehard fans. You know, like hooligans yeah. from like Europe. You know, but it, it, it's hard to get that here because there's other sports like baseball where you can go and relax. You know, you don't have to mm-hmm. do anything. You don't have to shout at players. You know. Uh, and, and it's just like a, it's more like a family sport, like socializing, go there, you know, and relax. So it's kind of brought into into soccer too. It kind of it's kind of transfer into soccer, but you are starting to see a, a big difference now in terms of each team is that they have their own like um, mascot and like a sub, uh, supporters group, you know, like they they organize like before games. There's like rallies and stuff. So it's starting to change. In Zimbabwe, um, did it eat? No, I'm you know still learning about different mm-hmm. things. But now they have their Zimbabwe is their own like city, or is it more of a, it's uh, a country? It's a country. country? Country? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's a country. So within the country, do they have their own separate little leagues to be involved in like one uh, kind of like 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 I say like a league like we have like take for New York uh-huh, if we take uh-huh. the state of New York and they have like an Albany team a Schenectady team or somewhere up uh, somewhere upstate do they all compete for like one main championship? Yes, yes, it's it's like that. It's like that. It's uh, like you have the East, Eastern Conference, for example, and like the Western mm-hmm. Conference. But for the com, there's nothing like that. Everyone has to travel. Out. Like if you have an away game, um, you know if. For example, the capital city in Harare, uh, they mm-hmm. can go and play in Blawayo, another city that's five hours away. You know, they have to drive. So it's it's all it's always like going back and forth. Yeah. Did you have a a rivalry with any other team when you were <laughs> back home? Yeah. Uh, I left when I was. I really really didn't. I left when I was young. You know, and I was. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as I finished school, and like I really didn't get involved in in that, but I knew there was obviously this team and this team that rivalries, you know. But I wasn't, I didn't have like a particular team that I'm like, okay, like you know, I'm I mean, gonna I, beat I, them. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have that. Is any of them that now in, in America? Not really, not really. No. I just, yeah, <laughs> not really. There's just like I I enjoy watching them, but there's no like okay like. Like I can't wait to 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 play you and show you my skills. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, I I was found interesting back when um France won the World Cup mm-hmm. that Trevor Noah from the Daily Show said something. It's like, oh, so South Africa wore on uh oh, part of that. the cup. Um, that. does do you, now I can see both sides of 
um, you know, like what uh-huh. Trevor Noah said and how I think one ambass or one of the French ambassadors said something. Yeah. Do you have any kind of opinion about that? Because like it, it, it's like interesting for me because I even looking at baseball, mm-hmm. um, you know, they call it the American sport, but yet um, a majority of the players come mm-hmm. from um, yeah. different countries, and so. Um, it was it's it's like I always think like it's weird when they even say like you win the World Series and it's just like yeah but it's yeah. it's all within uh-huh. this one continent so I don't know how you have, have any uh, thoughts yeah, I about mean, it, it's it's that it's, it's just that's a, a really broad topic we can go you know and, and talk for like another hour but we mm-hmm. you know we'll rather keep it short you know but mm-hmm. for me it, it's it, everyone is different. You know, everyone is different. We can say that I'm from Zimbabwe, uh, for example. I'm from Zimbabwe. I was born in Zimbabwe. You know? But I came when I came to the U.S. I was like 18, 19. You know, so all my twenties I've been in the U.S. And for 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 me, my twenties are at most. You know, obviously, recently, consciously, uh, that have shaped my uh, who I am today. So I'm also thinking about the environment where I am, I'm in the U.S., you know. So for mm-hmm. me, uh, I'm both, you know, in terms of belonging, a sense of belonging. Uh, I don't want to have a struggle of that, that, okay, the French team won, I understand that, like, the ancestry is African, I understand, but, like, how, how where they grow up two meters, uh, you know, uh, and everything that shaped who they are now, you know. That, that's huge. That's huge. But at the same time, you can't really forget where you come from. Uh, but I think for me, it's, it's both, you know. Uh, you're not the same person like you, you're going to be like two years ago. You know, everything changes. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like we just have to adjust with it. How often do you get to go home to Zimbabwe? Uh, I go every Christmas. I go every Christmas. Except for this past Christmas, I, I haven't gone. I haven't gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you when you do go back, do do they kind of make fun of you for like a little doing like what I say like Americanisms? Like they're like, what what did you learn? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's there, it's there here and there, but it's not. You know, I feel like, like I spend like a week in Ohio and I come uh-huh. back saying pop instead of soda, so I feel uh-huh. like I yeah, changed yeah, my yeah. little. I know they're like, oh, you, you have an American accent now. Yeah, they say that. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah. Um, talk about your organization that you have. You have it's the bringing youth uh, through soccer. Bridging youth through soccer. Bridging youth soccer. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just uh, a platform uh, for for other kids in Zimbabwe, you know, to to really get an, the opportunity that I got because uh, where I'm from, the town, palm tree, where I'm from. Um, where I grew up, I'll say, is I'll say is untapped in terms of uh, exposure. Coaches coming, uh, going there, and, and checking out the players. It's only an hour away from the city, uh, the second biggest city in Zimbabwe. But most of the coaches they just end in that big, second biggest city. They don't really, you know. Uh, so I started the academy as a, a just as an awareness. Uh, kind of uh, uh, idea to raise awareness of the talent that we have in my in my town. So now, uh, when the U.S. coaches come, 
uh, we're going to have kids that are going to be seen by the coaches too. So they're going to have the, the equal opportunity that other cities, uh, big cities in, in Zimbabwe have. And mostly, uh, Shay is just to, to, to help them, not just in soccer, you know, but also um, uh, off the field too, like in terms of like what core values to have, just like people skills, you know, like how can mm -hmm. you relay with, with someone, can you get it off right away? Or like, you know, like what you really need today, you, you know, and mostly it, it, it's that too, you know, and it's not just like, okay, I, I'm treating this person nice at practice. No, you go back home, you do the same thing. If your mom needs help with something, you do it. Uh, so it's mostly like creating soccer players that are gonna be uh, gonna be influential and and go to school and, and get an education is what we advocate for too. So hopefully with the scholarships, uh, we we're gonna keep guiding. They're all signed. Yeah, they're all academy players. They're signed. Their parents signed the contracts. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, and and so they belong to BIS Academy. And if any other organization outside the US, outside Zimbabwe, uh, let's say they want to buy them or they want to play for them, then they have to maybe talk to us, uh, the academy lawyer, and see okay, how can you help the club um, uh, with the services that uh, our player is gonna have for you. Yeah, because there's, because um, I remember when my brother got a scholarship for lacrosse, you know, there were so many, um, and it happened so quickly, like, uh, he was playing on a, um, a local college team, and the university was looking for a player, and his coach knew his coach, so I feel like there was a lot of, because of how quick they need to get him to get him on the team to practice and all that, but there's, there's misinformation that goes by, because you're also a student. Mm -hmm. when, yeah. when you go to college so it's like all right well how what does this scholarship help me with um just academics is it food is it housing is it this and some people might not be aware of exactly. stuff like that uh -huh. yeah, is that something true. you guys try to talk to them about like when you if they ever want to play for another you know or go away to play for school or do you prepare them on yeah yeah most of the kids there is uh they go like they go to school, and the school that they go to, um, the coaches of the academy, they are the coaches for the school too. Um, okay. And so they they monitor these the kids during school and classwork, and uh, the principals are part of the organization too. Uh, and we have like um, like local stakeholders, like supermarkets, they are part of the organization. So it's a really small town. It's like it's just to bring everyone together and if if they can see those kids somewhere they know this kid is a BIS player you know and they got they give him the respect or if they have to protect him from something doing like bad things like they have to do that you know and also uh the, in terms of like when they live in terms of like culture shock if they come to the US uh, I think I think they'll be they are more excited to come here and, and and have this opportunity, you know. I remember when I came, for me, like, my mom was crying, you know, and like, I told her, listen, I'm going to be back, you know. But for me, I was just excited because, like, this is something that I dreamed of, you know. Or, mm -hmm. uh, like, this is something that I wanted. I want, I want to get an education. I also want to play soccer as long as I can, you know. So for me, that was something that was, I, I already knew that I wanted to do that. Yeah. And my mom didn't like. You want? She wanted me to to focus on school, 
but my dad wanted me to play soccer. So I kind of had like a fight between like I was in the middle. So which kind of mm-hmm. worked out to be honest for me, like looking back at it, it worked out because I, I balance both so I can make my mom happy and I can make, my, you know, my dad and myself, like I, I really love soccer, you know, but at the same mm-hmm. time I was a really good student. So she really pushed me with that. And uh, for the kids, I, I feel like they will feel the same way. Uh, if they come, even if they stay, let's say with host parents, you know, mostly they put them up with a family in the U.S., um for like a year before college or something yeah i um how many kids are involved at the moment we have we have like 39 kids and we're trying to we we are starting a girls team uh a u8 girls team next year uh to get the girls involved you know because they're, they're really good soccer players uh, uh and uh Mostly of our stuff is like there's a woman who is really like in charge, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's important to like involve a lot of women in, in the program because they understand the kids and and they know how to, to talk with these, these kids because they're really young. Yeah. How young do they start out? So say some are like, some are even like seven. Yeah, seven to seventeen. Yeah, so if you're fourteen, then you're playing with the big guys. From fourteen years up, you're playing with the big guys. Is that the age limit? That because I know that you know when I when I would do the recreational sports, they would always break down the age uh-huh. brackets. Does it seem to be the same everywhere? How they kind of keep? To... Yeah, it, it is. It is the same. But for our academy, uh, we really don't have like a lot of older players like most of the kids right now are 14 15 you know and there's a few kids that are 17 so we mix them up so it helps the younger players to be stronger you know by getting experience from an older player uh, at the same time those older players they go and play for uh, other teams uh, that are in a, maybe division two league so they can challenge themselves too what is there any other team that you'd want to play for or any other <laughs> still have goals of other what is it so i think it's the premier league i don't stream to play for the premier league you know but uh, i i i'm turning 33 right now you know this year i'm turning 33 you know my just my my, my goal is just to to enjoy it you know, mm-hmm. and, and to enjoy wherever I am, like I can go to the Premier League and then hate it. You know, mm. uh, and, and for me, I love, I love, really love where I am right now. Uh, you know, it's a good team, and and, and uh, the weather is nice. You know, it's, it's something that like people dream for this. You know, and and, and uh, I'm just thankful that it, I'm a, I'm at a place where I'm I'm wanted, and I'm at a place where I'm. I'm happy, you know. Yeah. I I've been that person to to say like if if even if I have a passion or love something, but like I like I played basketball in high school until and I stopped when I stopped loving it is when I stopped wanting right. to play, yeah. because we won that we won the girls I wasn't on the team but like our varsity team won the state championship I think uh-huh. my freshman year and then it became like drilling into the next. Uh-huh being champions and just do, and I'm like, yeah. that's when it, it's not that I didn't want to be a champion, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to lose the love 
exactly. just to go out and play and just yeah. have a good time. Because sometimes even during like scrimmages, it would they, they had laughter. It'd be like, take it seriously, but we are. But it's still fun to mm-hmm. to to yeah, laugh I mean, and. If- uh, if I was younger, you know, obviously that would be. Uh, it's weird be, to say that when yeah. we were younger and about sport, like about <laughs> things physically, because I'm only 36 or yeah. 35, and I'm just uh-huh. like, oh yeah. yeah, when I was younger, I could, you know. <laughs> yeah, because to be honest, in soccer, like I, I'm considered like like right now, if 22, 21, like those are the kids that like teams want, you know. Yeah, even if you're good, you know, but they're looking at it like signing you for five years time so it's an investment for them too you know so mm-hmm. uh, if, like if i was in my 20 early 20s like i'll be fine like you know i'll be oh, hopefully in the premier league obviously it's a nice life you know it's different uh but right now obviously uh, towards the end of my career hopefully a couple of years you know uh no con staying healthy uh where i am right now i'm really happy where i am Part of my uh, conversation series I have, and this is, you know, we call it the unapologetically black conversations and being um, still very new to soccer has, I've heard in the news a lot, sometimes you see clubs and leagues banning fans for saying like racial slurs. And is that, uh, have you experienced ever that playing, you know, even overseas or even here? Yeah, for me, to be honest, I, I, like a lot of people ask me that, even my parents, you know, but I haven't, I really haven't experienced that. And But it's there, it's there, don't get me wrong, it's there. And uh, unfortunately, racism everywhere is in Europe, you know, and it's worse there in Europe uh, compared to here, I would say, and, uh, in, in terms of this, this, this sport of soccer, you know, mm-hmm. and... I haven't had like really um, anything like say that like, uh, towards me or sure when I was playing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad because if I do, <laughs> you let me know because I'm I'm not afraid to fight people. I know, I know. I'll <laughs> let you know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you also played in New York for a while. Uh-huh. Were you based out of? Is it based out of the city? New York's the Cosmos. We're in Long Island. Oh, oh, my apologies, my condolences. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know what that is. <laughs> Long Island is like it's all, even though it's part of New York, and uh, it's like it's like a thirty minutes with the train. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's it's its own little it's island. Yeah, little, yeah Long Island's is its own little thing. Because um, when you ask, like it's for new york state when you people are like oh i'm from new york they're like oh you're from this city and it's just like you know there's more than just this the manhattan because mm-hmm. albany is the capital but some people don't recognize it really as the capital because they think new york city you know yeah, yeah. everything goes on there um but when you ask anyone from the city or long islands like when upstate begins it's really funny because they'll say anything upstate new york anything not the city is yonkers and beyond uh-huh. but if you ask anyone who's up here we always say that we i think poughkeepsie up starts upstate and then anything past syracuse is canada <laughs> but wow. then you ask you ask anyone in buffalo area they'll uh-huh. tell you that they're really upstate and then everything else is new york city. Weird, like, right? so it's weird how they yeah. Um, so, w- w- where in Long Island? Garden City. Garden okay. City. Oh, Garden yeah. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where most of the uh, the action yeah. I would think would be. Mm-hmm. Where, like, obviously, from Long Island to Florida, that's a very 
different aspects um, yes. because, you know, Florida's, you know, nice all year round. So when you're in New York, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, the, the snow, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. get I, the random snow. I like, I like New York, you know, New York, I like it. I like it a lot there too, you know, like we're a good team, you know, it's just people around and the, it was really like a, a nice organization. You know? When so, it yeah. did get to like the cold weather, did you guys uh -huh. pl have to practice inside? Yes, we had a bubble, we had a bubble, but mostly in the, because it's like January, right? No, mm -hmm. mostly we'll go like somewhere for preseason. Like, I remember we went to Hong Kong for, for preseason and we went to um, El Salvador. You know, we'll travel a lot for, uh, for, for preseason. Sometimes we go to, to, to we'll come to Florida uh, and just have like two weeks. Uh, I know, like a like, spring training, mm -hmm, like a preseason uh, training before. Yeah. Is it um, like I've always wanted to ask this question? Obviously, from playing, you can play on different sorts of fields. You have the astroturf, grass, dirt. What is the easiest and what is the hardest? And does it really change the effects? Like when you get older, how your body adapts to playing on the. Uh -huh. Because I did flag football, uh, like, you know, those I did a beer league, and I did it one year off-season and, like, the winter, and just playing on, like, the AstroTurf, I was that's like, I'm afraid I'm going to hurt myself way more than go. I needed. Yeah, that's the problem, yeah. With Astro, I, I don't like Astro because it's, yeah. it's artificial, and you can't really, like, plant, you know, with your foot and change direction, so you get stuck on the turf. Uh, I prefer grass. I prefer grass. Uh, because it's especially when you're older, you know, it's it's easy on the knees, <laughs> on mm. the hips, and everything. Yeah. Do you have any like? Do you do you, when you go have to like practice on astroturf? Do you put in like you know always put 110 percent? But are you just more a little more conscious in your yeah, game yeah. to not? Yeah, even change shoes. My shoes are different that I wear. Uh, when when we're on the turf, uh, they're more like protective and so I'm I, I don't injure myself yeah have you ever received a yellow or a red card yes <laughs> for what <laughs> I just, well I just got a yellow when I just got a yellow card last week last weekend oh uh, starting off already <laughs> yeah but I rarely get yellows to be honest maybe this was my never a red card in my life never a red card no, uh, maybe never been kicked was, out maybe this was my fifth yellow my entire, maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah. was it was it worth it? No, it wasn't. Sometimes no, because I yeah. feel like since when I watch penalties, like you know, the extra little hits or kicks, I'm like, is it really yeah. worth it? Yeah, I know, I know. There's some that are worth it, but like this one, I was like, I was like late already, and I, I, I should, I know I shouldn't have done it, but I did it. Yeah. Uh, like a late hit. Yeah, yeah. I tackled someone. Yeah. Now does when when you I feel like because it is it can be a physical game do you you have to watch yourself kind of not be a little extra because sometimes it's like oh what did you just do like you want to like react and defend yourself but yeah. then you're like I'm in the middle of a game and I can't be mm -hmm. uh, yeah it is it's, it's really like you have to like know how to regulate your emotions you know and and control, like, especially, like, the refs, they said a different decision, like a wrong call, you know, you, you, those are things that you can't control, you know, like, those are things that get you, like, frustrated quicker. 
So you have to make sure uh, those things don't affect, don't affect you. Where internationally have you played that um, you just fell in love with? Like maybe the atmosphere or just the, the stadium or? Internationally, not in the U.S., you mean? Or anywhere, even if it's in the U.S. Oh. Uh, let me see, let me see. I'll say New York. Yeah. Yeah, New York, twenty fifteen. Yeah, it was just crazy. That like the fans. Uh, and then we played in Cuba. That was another crazy game. Uh, twenty fifteen again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, played in Cuba. Yeah, I would say those two were, were the most crazy places. Uh, that was that when Cuba just kind of opened back up its uh, borders. Mhm. Mm mhm. How was that experience? It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. We we flew as a team and we I remember there was Pele in the in, uh, in the plane there was like um, some basketball players Camelo Camelo was there Carmelo Anthony yeah Carmelo Anthony was there with yeah. his squad um, they had like different people in the plane and it was really cool you know and like getting there you know like all the the the, the cars all school cars vintage yeah they cars. say it just it feels like you just walk back into like 1945, 1950 era. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like the taxis, there are the taxis. Like you can even, like, some they don't have, you know, like the roof, you know, mm -hmm. just like, but they're still vintage. It was nice. Like people were nice, you know, we, we went to like a museum there, uh, in the history, and, and, and we did some, what else did we do? We did some uh, wine testing too, you know, like cigars. Like uh, we did, like we tried everything. That it was nice. But the wine tasting was it like like a? I've I've never done one, but um, I've always find them. I like like the, there's the paint and sips that they have where you can taste you know taste the wine and paint. But with mm -hmm. the wine, did you is it like at a spot or did you like kind of travel like bar hop to different places and different wines? No, this one was just like at a, at a, at a same spot. Yeah, mm. same We tried different vodkas too. Uh, yeah. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, it was different. You didn't yeah. have to play the next day, right? <laughs> there was a day where the game was an off day the next day. Thank God. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was so funny, you know. That, that that's like when we when we when we played, we played. You know, and when yeah. we enjoy it, like we enjoy it, but we're always together and not overdo it, but like we will have fun, you know. Mm. And like when when we when we're doing business, we do business, and, and the coaches like allow that too, you know. And, and, and I think that's that's why like we were more like uh, united because they trusted us in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. There is a uh, when you when you travel. Within the play different teams now. Do you get normally a full day off to to see, like before, obviously before the pandemic, you guys got to do the bus. But like, did you give like at least two or a day before or a day after to like see anything in the city, or is it just kind of just go in nap, yeah. play and go? Yeah, you don't have time. Like you get in, let's say we play Saturday, you fly in on uh, Friday. Uh, maybe we get there around five, dinner at seven. We do like a team video after we play on Saturday. We go back uh, to the hotel. We leave in the morning on Sunday. The team videos. Uh, now, are those? Do you ever get up and you're like, I don't want to do this today? 
Or I don't I don't feel I don't feel glamorous today to be in a video. <laughs> Do you ever have those? I don't want to be on video days, or is it more of like talking about the game or? Yeah, it's more talking about the game. The yeah. game. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's more like just like our game plan, how we want to play. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, so it's a team meeting. Mm -hmm, team meeting. Oh, uh, I thought you said team video, and I was like yeah. one of those yeah, like, videos like, where you... yeah, it's like it's like we call it video because they show us like how the oh. other team plays. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. And, and they show how we the good things we did and like how we can uh, use those good things with this team. You know, like different scouting videos. Do you, are there like with your position? Do they do you have players that you focus on to you know? And then and your and your competitors like who to avoid or who to go after or who to look for or is it just more of yeah for me mostly it's just uh, I'm a forward so it's mostly defenders you know mm -hmm. I have to study how they defend how their how their movement is uh, without the ball with the ball um, yeah yeah for me it's mostly that and how I can capitalize on their mistakes are you a trash talker. Sometimes it depends. Depends. I can. I can be. I can be one. But mostly, I I, I try to 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 control. You know, because mm -hmm. sometimes they get they get in your head like that. You know, uh, but do you have like playing well? Do you, when you've you ever played against like friends, is it is it kind of torn between trying to like trash talk to get to your buddy, but also being like serious in a game? Like let's say I have a friend that's on the opposing opposite team. Mm-hmm. We don't are they, we don't are they, are, are they your enemy until they are, they are my enemy yeah. right now, but there's respect to, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's never trash talking like that. Like unless it, it happens like after mm -hmm. the game we just like listen, you know, like that's how it is. You know, I was trying to eat, you were trying to eat, so <laughs> it's okay. Have you ever have you ever gotten into a fight? No. No, I haven't no. gotten into a fight, no. Mostly Ever Mostly, broken up a fight? Yes, I have. I have broken up lots of lots of fights. Yeah. Is it more of like the fights that happen more of like kind of a bad call or just like just the the pent up frustration and anger? It's just, yeah, it's just the frustration from like maybe let's say my teammate makes a bad tackle, and then that player gets up and tries to fight my teammate. Mm-hmm. And so that's when, like, mostly, like, we have to be, yeah. That's when I have come you, Have you ever seen refs fight over something? Like, a, like, like whoever got a, a bad, like, if one calls something bad and the other one's like, no. I've, I've always ever wondered, I've never seen refs argue about another ref's, like. No, no, no they never. <laughs> they agree on the bad decision and, and they say, okay, this is, this, we agree this is, is not the call, right? Even mm -hmm. if they know this is not the call, if someone else say, if like they say the linesman says, no, that's the call, the ref is going to say, no, that's the call. What are your hopes, you know, as even though we're dealing with the COVID that, you know, you'd have more fans or that, um, are you worried about them maybe even shutting uh, leagues down because of what's going on for your, like your safety as well? Mm -hmm. Or do you just kind of see it slowly, maybe like more fans coming about or? To be honest, yeah, like fans, I, 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 it's not like I can. We can play without fans, you know. I, yeah. I don't think, I don't think the the team and my, my, I'll speak for myself, but I know the team is not worried about fans too. Um, mm -hmm. uh, 
at the end of the day is about us performing on the field and you know until we have 13 more games left you know so these these last 13 games uh, that's what we focus on and I know it's gonna be tough you know traveling like you know it's, it's gonna be tough but the, it, everyone else is gonna be feeling that that way so uh, I you have I have to mentally be be different from what everyone else is doing, you know. Mm. So I, yeah, that's how I, I I would try to, you know. If it was for me, like again, like like living Zimbabwe for me was the hardest thing, you know. And now I'm here, you know. I remember I went to Finland to play, and my friends, some of my friends, are saying, "That's crazy, you're going to Finland. That's crazy." You know, but for me, like, I left Zimbabwe, you know. I left Zimbabwe to come to America. You know, that's like 14, 15 hour, hour flight, you know. Mm. And to Finland, I'm going to go try it out, you know. I, it's an opportunity uh, for me to, to go and live there and see how that culture is and see how the football is there. I can do that. I can't do that when, I, when I'm older, you know. There's a, a time limit for when I can play. So mm. I, I'd rather do it while, while I can, you know. So for me, it's right now in this COVID, as long as I'm playing and I'm safe, you know, that, that's what matters. And I know the club is doing, we, we get tested, you know, um, a lot and making sure that everyone is okay. And that's all we can control, what we can control. I haven't been tested yet, but I, is it, I know it goes through your nose. So actually, after like two or three, do you just like, does it become numb to you just to get tested? Yeah. Like the same way of like getting a shot, you're just kind of like the initial, eh, and then you're like, all right, whatever. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, it's still, it's, it sucks. It's still the same feeling, unfortunately. Uh... <laughs> it's the same feeling because it's go all the way. And, yeah. Uh, you, so... you you really cry. You like you, you like it or what? You wanna, tear you ducks, it goes. Yeah. Cause I just like I have the hardest time when I cough on something and I feel like it comes in my nose, like a <laughs> carrot. When I choke on a carrot and somehow uh-huh. it comes out of my nose, and I can yeah, only imagine yeah. the pain of something having to go right. in it all Going the time. Personally, yeah, mm. yeah, but you know we gotta get it done. You know, my positive vibes to your nose on that one. <laughs> 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 that has to. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> Do you ever want to coach in the future when you're done playing? Is that something you would be interested in? Or do you still maybe just want to go back and just focus on the academy and try to make mm-hmm. more future future superstars? Uh, I, I I have thought about coaching. You know, I'm not counting it out. I'm going to uh, work on my licenses and stuff. Uh, I, I don't see myself as a coach, in, you know, but I'll have the licenses, but I don't. I don't want to be a coach, you know, because the schedule is going to be the same, like the one I have now. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like I don't love the schedule. Obviously, I love playing. But when you're a coach, you're going to be traveling like the players. You have to be with the players, like training. Like So your schedule is still the same, and maybe you're in the office more. Uh, I just want to have my weekends off, you know, and enjoy my weekends. Uh, but I'm going to be involved in soccer, more, maybe on the management side, administration side, uh, development side, uh, definitely. Uh, mostly the youth side, too, uh, here and back in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for popping on. 
All right. Nice podcast. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Uh, wish you all the best and thanks for your time. Yeah. And thank you. And I, 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 again, know very little of soccer, but it is one of those that when it comes on, I enjoy watching it mm-hmm. with not knowing, like, I, you know, I, I know forward strikers, you know, goals, like so the yellow cards, but anything other than that, I'm kind of like, I have no idea what they're saying. But it's yeah. just it's just the feeling that you get watching and um, <clears throat> even just watching the fans. Like my, my mother's best friend, uh, I think it was a few, she, she, uh, she's German. And so anytime Germany plays Italy, which is uh, where her husband is from, mm-hmm. um, it's the craziest thing just to watch them not talk to each other. I know. <laughs> During the game. Get into it, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think like crazy. one, I think one year, I think it went into like uh, penalty kicks and she, and uh-huh. I was like sitting outside on her deck and she just walked out. She goes, I can't take this anymore right now. It's too intense <laughs> for me. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I, Drugs and some people like have like a heart attack from like from the game is crazy. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah, like just, they're so passionate and so into it. I love it. I love it. I'm always. Yeah. I just it's it's something that I like. Even with uh, college teams, the same thing. I feel like because you see with college sports how the college towns are just passionate and love with their you know the athletes there, and I feel like I I miss that in Albany because we don't really have um anything professional like we've mm-hmm. we have like the indoor like f- arena football arena and like lacrosse yeah. but uh-huh. we and we i think wa- the lacrosse team in the university that i went to i think now is division two okay and they're doing pretty well but yeah. we don't have that like everything shuts down on a friday or a saturday or a sunday to go to 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 see a to see a sport, but that's what I, oh, I I miss that. But I love seeing that in other cities and towns and everyone's reactions to games. But I feel yeah. like soccer fans are just pr- like the most intense. Yeah, and and, and I don't don't think I could ever scream as for <laughs> as long, <laughs> like because it's always just and I'm like, how how do you? I always want to know like, do you have like lozenges with you? Do you have like a, you know, you don't have a sore throat the next day? What teas do you drink? Because they're just it's like constantly like yeah, and I'm like yeah. I would be coughing after screaming for like five minutes, and I'd be like, all right, shh, everyone, I want to watch. <laughs> some people don't even watch the game; they're just singing, you know. They're just playing drums, like not facing the game, just facing the crowd. <laughs> just getting the crowd into it. Mm-hmm. Do you have that when there are fans are there? There are people playing music and drums yeah. and air horns. Yes, we have that. We have that. We have that too. <laughs> Has an air horn ever gone off and you've been like, "What the? F-? Like, does it, like it just?" <laughs> not really. Not really. Mostly, like you know, like for example, the vuvuzelas. Like you get used to those sounds. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Used to them, and once the game starts, it's just like it shuts out. You know, you hear <laughs> once in a while, but mostly you are just on focus on the game, and that it's just like that background. It's like like a background noise that's like there. You know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. In like a dead in a dead play, when you get a moment to like breathe and look around, have you ever seen anything crazy like fans doing or like outfits that you're like, what the? Oh, that's a good little or. Uh. I mean, yeah, there's a few, there's a few, yeah, there's a few yeah, in my entire career that I'm like, okay, that's it, that's an interesting outfit. <laughs> yeah. but it, it mostly, you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's it's a soccer game, you know, people come and, and be who they are, you know, there's different outfits, and that's why 
it's just like sport in general you know you, you can whatever you want and go there and just support a, a team you know and it, it's nice well whenever i get down to florida to see samantha yeah she's like she'll bring me to a game yeah yes for yeah. sure yeah I can't okay. wait. I, oh, I, of course, I told her, I was like, I'll wait till Florida's not kind of run around as a cesspool at the moment. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, it's crazy right now. I saw, right Dis now. I saw that Disney didn't have, they're not allowing people to drink and eat while they're walking from ride to ride. I'm like, just shut down. Just, like, yeah, just, like, it doesn't make sense. This place? Yeah. yeah, they had a uh, their little welcome back thing and all the people and the staff had masks on and I'm like this is the weirdest horror movie trailer I've ever seen and I uh -huh. don't want to go to Disney it looks frightening <laughs> that's crazy hopefully well, stay, everyone, uh, stay yeah. safe over there yeah yeah well you stay safe especially within traveling thanks well, why, are you, why are you right now in New York yeah I'm in Albany New York yep upstate oh, yeah. and you're, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be traveling soon too right yeah I'm gonna go to California um, my, one of my best friends lives out in Los Angeles and we normally try to spend Father's Day together because we've lost our dads in the same year. So it's kind of, we try to spend that time, but with COVID, it pushed it back and she, her birthday was coming up, her is coming up. So I was planning to go to LA and then we were originally going to go to Hawaii for four days, okay. um, for her birthday, but Hawaii, we were, Hawaii was going to open back up to tourism on August 1st, and we were coming in on the 6th, and then they pushed it back to September 1st. So I have to I, – I got I, – at first I thought I – they uh, the airline told me because I had like a two-hour delay or something, I could qualify for a refund. And I was like, I'll take the money, please, because I don't know when I'm going to be able to um, credit to go somewhere else. But now they told me I get a credit. So I'm like, all right, well, okay. so at least yeah, I have so a – So you've got another time. Yeah, I can go another time, or or you know, it was a no change fee, so I have a good, good amount of money for another ticket if I want to go That's somewhere good. else. So well, stay safe and safe travels, and uh, I will. Hopefully, I'll see you one day. We'll meet in person one day. Yes, yes, I can't wait. All right, all right, all the best. Okay. All right, have a good Thanks day. Thank okay. you so much. No worries. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Lucky Kosana of the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Cannot wait to see him play. Sam's got some amazing photos of um, him playing down in Tampa Bay because that's where she is at. So if you want to check those out, do so as well. You know, remember to like, subscribe, and follow us at ShaySays.com. I'm still going to be recovering today from my sunburn. That damn overcast. Sometimes you don't think it's going to do anything, and then it does. And the next thing you know your forehead is burnt <laughs> and then you can tell when your forehead is burnt because you shouldn't show emotion maybe that's what should i should do maybe i should get botox while i'm out here oliver do you think i should get botox while i'm out here so then my eyebrows won't have to lift and i don't have to worry about ruining my tan because it won't i won't feel the sunburn yeah you think so i think he nodded i think the dog nodded so i think oliver is down me showing emotion or hurting my face any more than it already is from this fucking sunburn I cannot wait to meet, you know, well, once Tampa, once Florida is in the cesspool, um, head down to, to Tampa to see um, Lucky play. I don't think I've ever actually seen a professional soccer game. I know there was this one kid that used to, like, come into when I used to work at, like, Lids back in the day. He played, like, soccer for, I think, one of the colleges, and I went to, like, one of the games. 
to like show support and I'm pretty sure that was basically it other than that I have never really paid much attention to soccer um couldn't tell you why um I know it's something for me that I just am too fat to do <laughs> running I only run for the ice cream truck so I think that was just too much physical running for um <clears throat> Uh, me to play soccer, but if you did want to donate and also check out the BYS Academy, which as you know is bridging youth through soccer, that is Lucky Kosana's academy that he is working with, as he talked about. If you want to check that out, you can do so at bysacademy.com. There's also a link over at our website. I know Sam's going to remind me again to say this. Our phone number, if you want to give us a call, 518 618 4924. Um, if you also want to check out um, <clears throat> everything else that we've got going up, obviously you can do that at our website, shaysays.com. I Iron Tom, but, uh, you know, sometimes, obviously with COVID going on and other things happening, some people are still recording and doing things, um, while they're, uh, you know, kind of not really in, there's still a lockdown, but, like, there's still, like, you know, things you can do, um, so, you know, eat and hike and camp and record, so <laughs> I couldn't link up with those guys, but eventually we're gonna link up maybe, you know, via, you know, via the, um, the, our little app that we have to do our little voice chat, so I cannot wait to link up with them. I was bummed because, you know, last time I was in Hollywood, I was hanging out with Hembry, and I love those dudes. Um, randomly ran into some dudes at Iron Tom the last time I was in L.A. Silver Iron Tom, I think. Uh, was it this month I saw them? This year I saw them? I know I saw them in Boston not too long ago. I think I just went down for the weekend. Uh, I knew it was a holiday weekend because I must have had that Monday off if I did nothing to do if it was a Sunday show. <laughs> I just don't quite remember. But couldn't link up with them, so hopefully we could do so as well. We're going to have uh, my interview with Buddy Nielsen. That is going to be dropping on Friday. And then we have uh, Sabrina coming to is just like, again, I'm telling you, she is, to my in my, my opinion, just a freaking superhero. And then I did, we, we reached out to Sam Hansen. <clears throat> fans to see if they wanted to come and chat and talk about, uh, you know, still how Hanson has not responded to our request to be on the podcast, but they seem to have just not seemed to really say anything about, uh, you know, the Black Lives Matter and Zach being all about the Second Amendment, which still had nothing to do about Black Lives Matter, which I'm still trying to figure out. Um, but, you know, Zach did have that one, uh, one person on this podcast, can't think of names right now, um, to talk about you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, that was pretty much it, hasn't said anything else, but we're going to have some handsome fans on that we're going to sit and talk to, and I'm also, again, going to be dominating, uh, or not dominating, I'm going to be recording all of my quarantine when I come back to New York. Speaking of New York, I did see that there is a Cuomo must go, uh, gotta go rally, that is probably the saddest thing I've ever seen, but what's also frustrating is that they have at least, you know, look like a good 50 people, now there's two police cars that were actually there, before when this actually started, there was like maybe three police officers, and it's just like, if this is what we're talking about, Albany, if you cannot 
be equal in <laughs> distributing riot gear throughout protests is what we're going to call you out on. And then I just saw what happened in Saratoga. The Saratoga police only really going after the Black Lives Matter people, but yet these other people, um, because they were supporting police officers, they, they didn't have to worry about being approached in riot fucking gear. But these not even 50, 100 people, literally there's like three police cars and everyone's like, yeah, we're fine. So it's extremely insulting that Albany still <clears throat> be racist like that. Um, I also saw that Lord and Taylor is filing for bankruptcy and stores are closing. And I used to work at, so this, the one Lord and Taylor that reopened in my town in Albany is closing. And I wasn't shocked by that because I do remember the first time that they started to promote, they started doing it at the track. And I'm like, you do realize that like nobody who like goes to the racetrack, like lives in the capital district, correct? <laughs> so first mistake there. Ugh. Okay, so, um, other eyes. Egypt tells Elon Musk that the pyramids were not built by aliens. I'm pretty sure ancient aliens tells us otherwise, but I thought it was hilarious that Egypt did invite billionaire Elon Musk to visit the country to see for himself that the famous pyramids were not built by aliens. <laughs> now, listen, if Elon Musk don't, doesn't want to go to, like, Egypt to prove that they weren't built by, I'll go. Listen, I'll go. Even if it was aliens or not, I will still go to Egypt. You let me know. Okay, so Adele. I'm not trying to say this to be like, uh, like I love Adele. I think she's amazing. She's handled so much in her life. Grammys, divorce, kids, family life. Everyone needs to stop freaking out about how her biggest accomplishment is who losing weight. But like when she posted her thing the other day about her like twinning, because obviously she's like one of Beyonce's biggest fans. I'm like, hello, Adele, is that you? I'm not saying she don't look good. It's just one of those things where every time I see her, she looks so different where I'm like, okay, you need to at least at least keep the face somewhere in the same so I know it's actually you. Because there's probably like one of like four photos she's recently posted where I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that is that's Adele. That looks like you. Um, I did also brace yourself. I started watching Tiger King. My good friend that I'm out here with, she was like, you've never seen it. Hold on. And like literally hit play. So I've been watching some. I think I'm in like episode six. Um, I've got to recap a few things. But um, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> it's Tiger King is definitely fucking weird. Um, did you address a note? Something that um, I know that. Uh, Samantha brought up filling in for me the other day about having to do with the Coca Dots Cupcake Place and Dots Garage. And I just want to throw a few edit notes in there that I know personally of living in Colony. Anytime you've been in an accident or in the Colony and within like the Colony borders, police will always fucking tow your car to Dots Garage. That's why Dots Garage has their Blue Lives Matter. Um, flag that's constantly that flag up there in the thing because that's that's their pyramid scheme that they do that's what that's what colony does you get in an accident we're gonna send them to you there you know i'm not saying that like side money's involved but like clearly there's a deal going on that like at any time that my friends have been in an accident including family members were like i'm not having my car towed to dots there's other places that they could go and there is but it's always just a little suspect but it's just the same place that they <laughs> you know if colony police are about helping all the businesses then i don't know why they always want to direct them to one but with dots uh, coca dots let me tell you something I have met one of those girls that has been that's in the family that got caught hanging out with them proud boys. And the first thing I, I could ever tell you the first time I ever met her was that she would be like, yeah, my last name, like that, like the hotel, blah, 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 like before there was, first it was the hotels. She was like, you know, she was the D-rated version of Paris Hilton in Albany, basically. Like, 
some people have their family names and family legacies in the colony, Albany, what capital region district. Um, most of those people are full of shit. <laughs> don't have to work any penny in their life. Just, you know, don't raise a hand because their parents all did it all and they just ride in the name. But she was always the girl that was like when you met her when she said her name and she was like she'd always refer to herself like yeah my family owns that to let everybody know that she got money she was always like that i was like i'm better than everybody blah blah blah. i think i did save her ass one time driving her home from warp tour before when no one else did i think that was her my warp tours get a little blurry either that it was somebody else that i'm like no maybe it was jackie uh well i said it out loud anyway so we'll just have that conversation <laughs> but i remember it's one of those bitches <laughs> that always wanted their money that ended up like driving them home one time because i had like nowhere to go and like passed out the whole time because they were just like so drunk but anyway <clears throat> i do um not feel bad for calling out the uh coca dots group for what they are for who they are for what they've been from what their attitude was, like they just they think their shit don't stink. I'm sorry, your uh, your shit does. <laughs> it does stink. It's awful. It's overpriced. It's oversugared. You were on Cake Wars and Lost, and then came back because you whined about it. So like, get over yourself. And it's not even about the fact that people are in like Albany, like oh, well, it's just a cake. I'm like, uh huh. It's one thing you're like, I support a business. You support a business, that's fine. But you also have to realize that that business supports white supremacy, supports uh, not black people. <laughs> and if you, it's okay. I mean, listen, it's okay if, if you want to be like, yeah, they support the police. They support. I think some people have like an All Lives Matter like mask on and that stuff. So you can tell where their heads at. If you want to support that, that's fine. But don't sit there and be shocked when people come at your business for supporting white supremacy and fucking basically racism <clears throat> don't be shocked and own it fucking own it you want to be this public figure and people find out and called out your shit don't go make your shit private fucking own it don't be hiding comments from people fucking own it you wanted this shit storm you got it you can't handle the backlash go fuck yourself fucking own it you started this shit you own it so Bring back your comments. Stop hiding behind your privacy. Bring back the, all the Albany pages. Just because you mysteriously wanted to disappear, make it all the South South Carolina because you know South Carolina probably probably a little more ignorant than upstate, but still, <clears throat> own your shit. The same way that you had to own your shit when you looked like a complete bitch <laughs> on Cake Wars, Cupcake Wars. You in the business? You want attention? Own it. Listen, I say shit. If people want to say shit back to me, let them do it. That's what the whole point is. Your freedom of speech. But if you are those type of people that want to like bring attention to yourself and don't want to suffer the, not suffer it, but deal with the consequences of people calling you out for what you support, just at least fucking own it. I am gonna go finish the rest of the day, probably inside, so we don't get any more sunburnt. But I love all of you. I'm so glad that we had this time together. Remember, always, always be you. You'll never be a waste. Not on my watch. Facebook is Shay Says. We have uh, Twitter is Says underscore Shay. Like, follow, and subscribe at ShaySays.com. And I will check you all later. Love you guys. Bye.
Samantha Ponzo, Media Media.